You all ready? Amen. Here we go. First John 4, 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The expression you are of God, as used in 1 John 4, 4, means you originated from God. You're his reproduction, his offspring. It's a description of your divine extraction. It's so important for you as a child of God to understand that having been born again, you are of a divine ancestry. You hail from God, as H-A-I-L. Your origin is in him. No wonder the Bible declares in Acts 17, 28, for in him we live and move and have our being. For we are also his offspring. James 1.18 tells us that of his own will begot he us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. God gave birth to you of his own will by the word of truth. The apostle Peter reiterates the same thought in 1 Peter 1.23. It says, born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. In essence, you're born of God's word in exactly the same way Jesus is described as the word made flesh. Absolutely no difference. No difference. And I know people struggle with that and they struggle to bring that in so, so that they can actually believe it. But there's something that you have to deal with all the time. You don't never stop dealing with that. All the time making confessions. All the time putting your eyes to it, reading it again, reading it again. Because there's something about our reception of truth. It seemed to me that we can only take in a little bit at a time. It appears to me. Because you read something, you say, wow, that's awesome. Man, that's good. Amen. Years go by, you still haven't lived it, though. You haven't lived it yet. So I see the necessity of what the, what the Bible teaches. Why in the world would God keep me in the Word all the time? God, I don't need to. Come on, God. I got other stuff to do, God. Got other stuff to do. I can't be in the Word all the time like that. And you know what? You'll be lagging behind for the rest of your life. Having a hard time struggling because now you open up your mouth and you told the devil what you, what you can't do. And he's going to make certain that you stay right there. According to thy words. <laughs> According to your words. What we're to say is I can do all things, God. I can do it, Lord. Hallelujah. But it's going to be absolutely necessary that you do that. 
What's the word, die? Participation. Preparation. Yeah, try again later. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. So, so this birth, amen, had nothing to do with mom and dad. Right. All right, here we go. But of incorruptible by the word of God. I don't care what your mom and dad or grandmama to die from. You ain't got no bit of dying from it. You and I, according to the word of God, don't have to die from what they died from. You know for a fact, that it happens to people only because that's what they believe. And so they expect to. They almost wait on it. God, dog, man. My my great-granddaddy died with it. My my granddaddy died with it. Man, my old man died with it. Well, you know, I hope I don't have to go out like that. Where are you going? You going? You going out like that? Amen. Because, because until you get a hold to the word and understand that I don't have to go out like that because they went out like that. I ain't going out like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. My mother outlived the man that, the donor, the man that brought me in this world. From what I was told, he was in his 70s when he died. My mother died 80, 88, 89, something like that. Well, I don't know when J.T. McMillan's daddy died. I don't know, but, but he was a baby when his daddy died, so he never got a chance to see his daddy. I asked his oldest son, what did he die from? He said he had a muscle degenerative disease. Oh, okay. Just as sure as I'm standing up here, amen. I don't even think it was 10 years later, amen. That thing struck me, man, good God Almighty. I said, what is this? What is this? It got me one early, one, one Sunday morning. And I went to use the bathroom, amen, and I couldn't get up from the toilet. So I said, Gwen, come here for a minute. Cliff, I don't want to come in there. I said, come here for a minute. She said, what? I said, I can't get up. She said, Cliff, quit playing. Come on now, we got to go to church. I said, I can't get up. She said, Cliff, stop playing. I said, I promise you, I can't get up. She said, well, I ain't coming. I tried to make a move, and I flipped over uh, behind the toilet with my behind sticking up in the air. <laughs> and I can't get up. I said, Gwen, she said, Cliff, what is it? And she came in the bathroom. She said, Cliff, what's wrong? I said, I can't get up. I can't get up. I, I, said, I said, wipe my behind for me, please. I ain't lying. I can, I can tell my wife you're behind. <laughs> yeah, amen. I, yeah, 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 amen. And I made it to the bed, amen, and I said, I can't walk. She said, Claire, what's wrong? I said, I can't walk. I can't walk. Everything shut down. 
I called and got somebody to preach for him. Sister Ann and somebody to preach for him. I said, I can't, I can't go to church. Amen. And all that day, I stayed in bed asking God, what is this, God? What kind of crazy mess is this? And the devil said, you got what your daddy had. You talking about a fighter? Uh-uh. Because, see, I'm lying too much now. I know too much. I ain't going out like that. No, no, I'm not going out like that. I am not going out like that. Forget it, devil. Forget it. I am not going out like that. I'm not. I'm not. If people want to die from certain things that Satan put on you, you just go ahead. You know, you're a child of God. You're going to heaven, but he's going to ask you what you're doing up there. You might too young. What are you doing? What are you coming up here for? You have not finished your course. You haven't finished doing what you're supposed to be doing. What are you up here for? One day, and that would be enough for me. Yeah. Amen. I shook that thing. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, I shook that thing. Yeah. And day after day after day, uh, Tish, he started bringing it back. That's what did. You got it, though. You got it. I said, I don't have it. I don't have it. I'm not accepting it. I'm not embracing it because I don't have it. I'm a child of God. I'm a new creation in Christ. Your dad was a preacher. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know what he studied. I don't know what he believed. I don't know what he preached, but I know what I preach, and I know what I believe. I know what my Bible teach. I ain't going out like that. Ain't going. Nah. So I just want to help somebody anytime I get up in the morning. Amen. And, and the muscles in my thighs are acting crazy. I keep walking. I don't stop walking. I just keep on walking. You know, about 11 o'clock or so, it gone. I don't accept that. It is not mine. I wasn't born with it, and I'm not taking it to the grave. According to my dad's obituary, he was only 74 years old. You know that's too young to be leaving here. 74. I'm 73 right now. And I still want to run down the street right now. Shoot, I ain't nobody going. Well, you ain't no going where? Going where? I got to the place where when, they, when I go to the doctor and they ask me to fill out all that stuff, I just, I don't, you hear me, I don't even. I ain't filling out nothing. Don't be trying. I ain't telling you. I don't know where he died from. All I, all I know is he went to help me. I don't know where he died from. See, because you want to come and tell me after I put that down there, well, you know, you probably got what your daddy had. You know, and since he died 74, you by 73, you better take good care of yourself, boy, because you might be out next. Ain't that a lot? That's my last time visiting you, Doc. You weren't supposed to say that. You weren't supposed to say that. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Everybody in this church know that I pray for you if, if you want me to. You already know that. Amen. So, mama girl asked me to pray for her. Amen. And I would not I was in a good mood. I, full, I was just full of, full of joy. She thought I was full of you know what, but I was full of joy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I said, name of God and Jesus. And she said, stop it. <laughs> I said, you, I'm going to pray with you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, be for real. Now, I said, I'm being for real. Uh-uh. I don't want you to pray for me. I don't want you to pray for me. You up here playing. You up here playing and don't mean this bad way and stuff. You up here playing. You know what I did? You know what I did? I heard her turning that corner because she couldn't see me laughing. Got her. I got her in the corner so I could laugh. Huh? Look, look, look. Look, look, look. Look, look, look. I would have never done her that way. Wait a minute. Except for the fact she knows exactly what to do. Now, what she wanted was my attention. Are, are you with me? And I gave her my attention. I gave her my attention. But what she want me to do is go into something deep. Shut <laughs> Shanda, come out, come out, Jesus, name. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Baby girl, let me tell you how much I love you, girl. You, 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 uh, you would you put that hand over there? You know good well I, you know good well I love you. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so the Lord Jesus was always conscious of his divinity and was bold to declare it. Did you hear what I just said right there? The Lord Jesus was always conscious of his divinity and was bold to declare it. Spreading to the Jews, I'm sorry, speaking to the Jews, in John 8, 23, he said, Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of the world. Likewise, in John 17, 16, in his prayer about those of us who believe in him, he said, they are not of the world. God Almighty and Jesus, even as I am not of the world. Let the reality of this done on you. You are born from above. You are not of natural descent. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which was born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of men, but of God. John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Always be bold and quick to declare your divine ancestry. You are not of this world. In Christ Jesus, you have overcome the world, 
having been born of God, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, hallelujah, by their faith. People, let me tell you something. It might be hard for some of you, amen, when you hear this kind of talk, but we quote scripture. We quote in the Bible. And it is difficult for a lot of people. You'll be surprised that uh, some churches I was in be teaching this way. People be look, looking at me like this here. They get to the place, they'll stop hearing this. They'll be looking at me like, you, you think he all right? You don't think he really believe that, do you? Well, you, I'm actually, do you believe what's in your Bible then? I believe what's in my Bible. Yeah. Amen. So if God said, even though I was born of my natural parents, watch this, CJ. I don't have to be subject then anymore to their bloodline. I mean, they might have had some of everything. They might have dealt with some of everything. Amen. I won't do it. I won't do it. Amen. Did my mother have a heart problem? Yeah, she had a stench right there in her heart. Amen. So when my heart get acting crazy and stuff, the devil says, see there? I say, see there? See there? I ain't got that. What I'm going to do with one? Because you have to believe it and go get you one. Well, I want you to understand, amen. I'm not teaching people, amen, to neglect yourself, neglect your, your doctor visit, you know, neglect your medicine. I'm not teaching like that. And don't you think that I am? I'm only saying, amen, that we grow in the word of God, amen, and we grow to walk in faith and not sight. How long must I live in my sight? Well, I only believe what I see, what's really happening to me, what appears to be. How long must I live that way? Reading the Bible constantly and still believing like that. Something wrong with it, CJ. Come on. At what point do I finally say I agree with God? Come on, I agree with God. Everything going to be all right. I, I agree with God. And don't be quoting it here what it is. I, that sounds so good to a lot of people because, boy, they come out with it at a heartbeat. <laughs> hey, but you know, Pastor, it is what it is. I say, okay, okay whatever. Right. Whatever. That's not true. Amen. I say all the time, Dad, if it is what it is, that means God can't change it. Yeah. And you agreeing to that. I ain't going to agree to that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Y'all still with me? Well, let me hurry up and get through then, because it's almost 2 o'clock. Okay. Y'all got to watch the football game. Hold on, baby. Do what time? Y'all are in trouble. You're in trouble? Do I need to pause long enough if anybody need to tip out? If you need to tip out, you might want to go somewhere and do something. Amen. I'm going to give you my pause. For, go ahead. Because I'm going to cut loose here in just a minute. Amen. You, you need to ease out. Just put your finger up like that. Ease on out. Amen. Here I go. Here I go. Now, 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 now Diane, 
Let me tell you the word. The word is expansion. God said to me yesterday, amen, expansion. Tell the people in that church that they are about to expand. Glory be to God. That's the word. You're about to expand. You're about to increase. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. CJ, that word, that word came to me. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I ran over and wrote it down right quick. I said, oh God, went back to praise and worshiping God. And Diane came in the house. Amen. The word is expansion. Did y'all pray that? That's the word. That's the word. I thought she was lying. I really did. I, I know she said that. She said, Dad, that's what we prayed. I said, she's just trying to impress me. Amen. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word, your priest. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Expansion. Expansion. Somebody say expansion. expansion. Good God, I'm gonna feel it now. Say expansion. expansion. And I want you to get this thing good in your spirit too. Amen. Hallelujah. You do yourself a, a favor, amen, to write it big somewhere and put it on the wall so you can see it. Amen. Expansion. Growth. Hallelujah. Growth. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Increase. All right, here we go. Here we go, right quickly, right quickly. Write this down. We have dominion over all things. Go ahead, write that down. We have dominion over all things. The Lord Jesus made this world. The Bible says without him was not anything made that was made. That's John 1 and 3. Thus everything was subject to him. And he exercised dominion over all things. He tamed and overcame the world. And the forces of nature were subject to him. When he spoke, demons quaked and fled. Main limbs were, dis- were restored. Corpses came back to life. Deaf ears were, un- were unstopped. Blind eyes popped open. The boisterous winds became calm. Jesus exercised dominion over all things, animate and inanimate. He tamed and transcended the laws of nature. He was never a victim. Did you know that Jesus gave us the same dominion over the world to tame it, to force, amen, the forces of nature to tra- and transcend them. He's given us the power and authority to rule, dominate, tame the circumstances of life. Thus, with your worries, you rule the world, you frame your world. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So, so since I've started looking at this, amen, for about two years now, researching, amen, going back and forth, back and forth, looking at different scriptures and everything, amen, it is absolute truth. Amen. 
what God, what God did, amen, he gave Jesus the exact authority that he himself had. Yeah. According to Acts chapter 10, verse 30, 38, he went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Here's the thing. God is with you. Yes. God is with you. The difference is that Jesus owned it. He owned it. Amen. Everything that he said out of his mouth, amen, he showed you that he owned it. Amen. He didn't mind telling those religious people that me and my, my father, we are one. Amen. And whatsoever he do, I do too. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He knew it so well that when he spoke to anything animate or inanimate, he knew that it's supposed to do what he told him. And that's what Matthew 21, 21 says about you. He said, when you speak to it, he said, it shall obey you. He said, it shall. We ought to be like this here. That when we say, move in Jesus' name, we ought to have an expectation. You're supposed to be getting up now. I regret the days I argued with stuff. How foolish that was that I got to prove to the stuff, amen, that I believe God. I regret it. I don't do it no more. I speak to it and move on. And I also can remember the days, amen, speaking to something and then come back and look. It obeyed. Just a baby in Christ, but crazy as a vegetable. Amen. <laughs> Diane's oldest son could have died, but I was too stupid to know that. Amen. Something hit that boy. Amen. When Diane brought him to me, amen, he was a mess. He had whelps on him as big as my finger, and they were, and they were red all over his entire body. His body was hot like a heater. Amen. And she said, Dad, we got to take him to the emergency room. We got to take him to the emergency room. I said, no, we ain't taking him to the emergency room. Give me my oil. She like, <laughs> I give him the oil. She gave him the oil. Amen. Amen. I oil that boy down. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Look. Amen. We still, on, we still live on way men of service. So you know I haven't been saved a good year and a half. Amen. Nothing but a babes in Christ, but I was crazy. Yeah. I believe what the word say. Amen. Amen. I said, now put him in bed. She said, Daddy. I said, put the boy in bed. Anybody going to emergency room? Amen. Amen. She put him in bed. Amen. That next morning, I love this story though. That next morning, I was in the bathroom shaving. I forgot all about it. Amen. I heard him running up and down the hall playing. I peeped out today, amen. That boot is just as smooth. <laughs> amen, look, look. Amen. All over his body, just as smooth, gone. Now, now, did God need me to have a, a degree, amen, from some seminary? Would you say that, please? A mouth to say what he said. And believe what he believed. Ain't that right? Good God Almighty. And I mean, it's just that simple, uh, CJ. Ain't nobody trying to create nothing here. It's just that simple. Yeah. Somebody say it's just that simple. Yeah. It is just that simple. Is. By the way, I know who I'm preaching to, too. The rest of you go to sleep. 
Amen. I know who I'm preaching to. Amen. Because you're tired of being tired. Amen. Tired of some, some old foreign spirit ruling your life. Devil is a lie. Let me say this here. As one who's born again, your words are not empty. They have conquering, prevailing power. So reign in your world and exercise dominion over Satan and the cohorts of darkness by speaking for faith-filled words. The Bible says, where the word of a king is, there's power. Yeah, Ecclesiastes 8, 4. The victory is in your mouth. Declare today that you are what God says you are, a victor and not a loser. Your destiny in God is to reign in life, according to Romans 5, 17. Today, not in the sweet by and by, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Revelation 5.10. We have been made kings and priests unto God, not as victims, but to reign and exercise dominion in the earth. You are to exercise dominion over sickness, over disease, failure, death, and over all the negativism of life. For you are a prince of power with God. A prince of power with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last one. Write this down. Life without limits. You and I are to live life without limits. If I don't have scripture for it, you ain't got to write it down. Here we go. First John chapter five, verse 11 through 12. And this is the record that God have given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that have the Son hath the same life, and he that have not the Son of God hath not that life. Cliff Craft's translation. <laughs> Society may place limits on you, your family background, the nation where you, where you live, your education, your job description, your business, your finances could place limits on you, but there's a life without limits. That's the life Jesus brought to us. It's the transcendent life of glory where there are no limitations. Many know nothing about this kind of life, and so they think it doesn't exist. Jesus proved it was possible to live this triumphant life when he walked the earth. He lived a life that was greater than anything that existed on the terrestrial plane. He refused to be limited by the circumstances of this world. He tamed nature. The Bible tells us how he defied the laws of nature by walking on water. Matthew 14, 25. 
and hushing the seed to sleep. Mark 4.39. Not even Satan, death, or the grave could limit Jesus. When he died, the Bible says, through that death, he paralyzed Satan that had the power of death. That is the devil, Hebrews 2.14. Thereafter, he rose triumphantly over the grave. This is the life to which you've been called. Where nothing can hinder or place limits on you, you receive this life when you were born again. Now that you have this life in you, refuse to function according to your natural human abilities and take up God's limitless power that's been deposited in your spirit. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3 and 5, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything us of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. The word sufficiency is translated from the, the Greek, hikonothis, which means ability of competence. Thus, your ability to perform is of God. That means it's unlimited. God gave you his ability so you won't have to function with your own limited abilities. But with his limitless and an inexhaustible strength. That's the way we are to live. Y'all don't want to hear no more, do y'all? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's awesome. It's awesome who God has made us to become. Write this down. Build up yourself on your most holy faith. Jude 120. But ye beloved, build it up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So there are two striking points to note in Jude 120. The first is the phrase building up yourselves, which is translated from a Greek word, epokodomia. It's an expression suggestive of the building of a superstructure. It doesn't refer to building in terms of constructing from scratch. Rather, it means building a structure on an already existing foundation. The Bible lets us know that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, Romans 12 and 3. It's now up to you to grow that faith and build a superstructure on it. In essence, the faith given to you by God is the foundation you need to build a life of success, prosperity, victory, and divine health. The second point from Jude 120, I want you to note, is the term most holy faith. This refers to your highest level of faith. Faith is experienced at different levels. Sometimes while under the influence of God's word, your faith can be stirred strong. 
And at such moments, you're inspired to take supernatural steps. You're energized to speak God's word with power and do exploits. Such high moments and soaring levels of faith is what the Bible refers to as your most holy faith. Your most holy faith is the highest level your faith has attained at any given time. And the Lord is saying to you, build up a superstructure on the highest level of faith. Never let your faith fluctuate. Let the highest level become your benchmark and new lowest level. According to the scripture, the way to do this is by praying in the Holy Ghost. That's my message. And that's the message I've been trying to get across the true agape. Amen. I know that most of you pray in tongues, if not all of you. Certain, certainly most of you do. Amen. Here's the thing. Stop being lazy about it. Amen. Amen. Why? Because, because you keep yourself limited. You keep yourself, amen, at a very low level where you can't fight all certain things. Yeah. i give you an example. You ain't got no being to be in sick no whole month. Mm -mm. Mm. I don't care if the medicine ain't working. Now, I stressed it. I said a whole month. Ain't no way it was. I'm going to fool with that stuff no more. But I was just talking about you. I was just talking about you. I ain't fooling that stuff no whole month. Bro, bro I, saw, I know how I sound to you. I know you. I know you don't know me. Say, That's the craziest preacher I ever met in my life. Well, well, the truth is, I am crazy. Amen. When it comes to the thing of God, I'm just a foolish as a vegetable. Amen. I believe God's word. And I'm crazy enough to believe it. If God said it, I just go with the word. I ain't trying to get nobody else in trouble. I'm just talking about me. I don't want me. Ain't no way in the world I'm going to be locked down in the house, amen, some three, four weeks, amen, with the same stuff. Now, now, come on now. Maybe I got rid of something that came, but not with the same stuff. I'm sorry. I ain't fooling with that. How many of y'all listen to me? Now, people, I'm not talking about no, no doing two things. Everybody know you need to get the thing out. Yeah. Go see a doctor and get the thing out. Yeah. You got to be doing toothache no six months. <laughs> Pastor, lay your hand right there. For what? For what? Ooh, this tooth about to kill me. You know, I go ahead and pray for people. I'm saying to myself, no, you need to get your appointment. No, that's crazy. Come on. Come on now. It just need to come out. Ain't yeah, right. What happens with that, for real now, God will actually kill the pain because you prayed for it. Yeah. It coming back. Yeah. Now, what you going to do with it? Ain't that right? Glory be to God. Amen. You have power. I ain't gonna, come on now. I'm going to keep on fooling with you. You got power. You got, oh, 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 oh. You got power. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. You ain't got to go there. You already know what's there. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Then you got power. 
Anybody that have received the Holy Spirit have power. Yes, sir. Or the Bible lied. Nope. And you know the Bible didn't lie. The Bible say God can't lie. Yes. Right. My God. So you have power. Put your hands on yourself and say, I have power. The book of Acts, A-C-T-S, chapter 1, verse 8, it says, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Yeah. Well, how you receive the Holy Ghost, Pastor? That's too easy. That's too easy. In Luke chapter 11, Jesus said, amen, if a little child, amen, ask their parents, amen, for bread, surely the dad will give them some bread. He said, how much more will the, will the Father give you the, the Holy Spirit if you ask him? He ain't never told you beg for no Holy Spirit. So just ask and receive. Ask and receive. And I know you're going to hate me. Maybe you stop speaking to me for a while. But I, but I got the answer from God as to why people, it took them so long to receive the Holy Ghost speaking in their tongue. He gave me the answer. And I thought I'd write anyway. Amen. I think it's easy to understand. Amen. God ain't trying to keep no Holy Ghost from nobody. Amen. That, that, that just people, amen, that whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. Amen. But we, we have to have the Holy Spirit in order, amen, to pray in the Spirit. You can't pray in tongues without the Holy Ghost. You may mimic some stuff. I cha cha y'all, cha 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 something. You know what I mean? But you can't pray in tongues without the Holy Ghost. You can't. All right, all right. And then again, amen, you can't pray with power without the Holy Ghost. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. So we, so God wants us to have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ain't that right, somebody? He wants us to have the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's for you. It's you. God gave you. Holy Ghost came to give you him. He wants you to receive him. So he ain't trying to keep you from receiving him. He's the very purpose for coming was for you to receive him. What I need to do, brother, get your pride out your life, man. And just get down on your knees if you have to and say, Lord, Lord, take this from me that's blocking me. I'm sorry. It's blocking me, God. And I want it out of my life. I want the Holy Spirit. I guarantee you, if you do it sincerely from your heart, you will not get up on your, off your knees without praying in tongues. And that's the truth. Glory be to God. Amen. Oh, yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Amen, somebody. Amen. I'm not going to call you up here. We're not doing that today. Amen. We're about to take communion and go home. But, but lift your hand up, amen, those of you that have not received the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongue. Amen. See, see, brother, you just being honest. And, and sweetheart, you being honest. I want everybody in here to be honest. Because you know you can't be filled with the Holy Ghost, amen, if you, if you tell a lie. Amen, you know, all right, you being honest. See that? See that? Amen. Come on. Come on. Now, don't y'all know I know who don't speak in tongues in here? See, that's the reason why you ain't speaking in tongues. You, you're too ready to tell, you're telling a lie. You're lying. Actually, you hold your hand up. All right? All right? And they're that pride that I'm talking about right there. They're that pride right there I'm talking about. Amen. People, at some point, everybody needed to receive the Holy Ghost. We were born in this world with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So just tell the truth. Amen. Amen. I tell you, I tell you what I did. Tell you what I did. Amen. I was told by my brother, who ended up being my pastor, amen. I was told by him, because he was the one that led me to receive Jesus Christ. And I'm always talking about the preacher that led me. That's my brother. 
Amen. He called back from Connecticut and said, bro, I heard you're going to preach. And I said, yeah. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost? And I was like stumbling with my word. He said, no. He said, do you speak in tongues? And I was like, no. Now you need to receive the Holy Ghost before you preach. So I went to my, my pastor, Jay Sherman Pelt, down there here at First Baptist. I told him, I said, my brother said I shouldn't preach unless I got the Holy Ghost. He said, you already got the Holy Ghost. That's what he told me. He said, you already got the Holy Ghost. I said, well, then why would my brother tell me then? You know what I mean? Amen. And I just kept it to myself. I, you know, I didn't know no better time. I didn't know that Baptists didn't believe in that. I didn't know that. And so, and so anyway, I slipped out to a little hole in this church. Amen. And I went in there. Amen. I didn't go to receive the Holy Ghost. I went in there because the little girl begged me to come. Uh, 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 Faith. Watkins. Then I say, okay, I'll go. God said, go. And I went. But when I got in there and they got started, I didn't even let them finish. I didn't. Uh, Reverend, uh, Bishop Elder was preaching and I stood up while he was preaching. He preached all the way over to where I was. He said, there's something you want from the Lord. And I said, yes, sir. He said, what you want from the Lord? I said, I want the Holy Ghost. Amen. Boom. Boom. That was it. Amen. Yes, sir. The, but you talking about felt good? Woo! God, that felt so good. You talking about that weight lifted up off of me? Good God of money. I felt like a brand new man in God. Hallelujah. I went down the street telling everybody I love you. I love you. I love you. People look at me like, yeah, you're crazy too. Love you. Love y'all. Love everybody. I love everybody. God take them devils out of there. You got to go. Come on. What are you doing? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so don't you the hell held your hand up. Don't feel bad. Amen. Everybody had to find out that they, they need the Holy Ghost. You know what I mean? And you have to know that, it, that he's not difficult to receive. You receive the Holy Ghost. You can receive the Holy Spirit. I said you can receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 